Nancy Pelosi has ruffled feathers in China. She did this by visiting Taiwan. Uh, she touched down, la- I think it was midweek last week in Taiwan. Um, China has had its eye on Taiwan for a long time and resents any display of support for Taiwan by the U.S. Now, I don't mind giving credit where credit is due. I rarely have the opportunity to applaud anything Nancy Pelosi ever does. But this was a good move on her part, in my opinion. I think, uh, you know, a diplomat from a friendly nation should be able to go and visit any other nation uh, that they want to for whatever reason. Um, But China uh, actually started making some not-so-veiled threats because of this. Um, but, but here's what's amazing. She didn't change her plans. Uh, so I've got to give kudos to Nancy Pelosi. One thing you got to say for the Speaker of the House, she is a maverick politician. Uh, but the Dems didn't disappoint, even in the face of this thumbs-up moment. Uh, John Kirby, who's the spokesman for the Pentagon. So he's, there's this press briefing. Um, so during this press briefing, he gets up and he says, not only that we as a nation don't stand in support of Taiwan's independence, uh, which would be a strange enough thing to say. But on top of that, he also goes on to say, we have said that we do not support an independent Taiwan. Uh, so what's he talking about? The U.S. has stood by Taiwan's independence for decades, for decades. So a, a couple of things I'll say about this. First, when these guys speak to the press, the spokesman for the Pentagon or the press secretary, when they're speaking to the press, they may as well be the president speaking. They may as well be the administration as a whole speaking. So when John Kirby says, we have said, well, he's talking about Joe Biden. But I could take you back only as far as maybe two years ago at the most and show you Joe Biden tweeting and talking about how vital an independent Taiwan is to the U.S. and to the world. Now, just an aside, it's no secret that the president was was not in favor of Nancy's little stop in Taiwan, and it probably has a lot to do with uh, what's coming to light about the his son's dealings with China and the laptop and all this. So I can't really say I'm surprised that the the administration is is having trouble dealing with this moment. But to just attempt to rewrite history, oh, we have never stood with Taiwan's independence. We've never done that. But it, look, it doesn't take a very hard look to see that this is their M.O. If it doesn't play well for us, it never happened. It's not happening. There's nothing to see here. They just deny reality. Thank you for listening to A Hope and a Future, a podcast that explores the church's intended role and influence in the earth, both now and in years to come. So let's talk a little bit about this denying reality. The definition of recession is a period of temporary economic decline during which trade and industrial activity are reduced, generally identified, listen to this, by a fall in GDP in two successive quarters. Okay? Now, according to Forbes, 
The U.S. economy shrank at an annual rate of 1.6% in the first quarter of 2022. That was reported on June the 29th. And just for a little variety, let's leave Forbes and just go to the Wall Street Journal. According to the Wall Street Journal on July 28th, the U.S. GDP fell at 0.9% annual rate in the second quarter. Forbes, it fell in the first quarter. Wall Street Journal, it fell in the second quarter. Let's get that definition of recession clear one more time. A period of temporary economic decline generally identified by a fall in GDP in two consecutive quarters. Okay, it's important that we understand this. Now, recessions have happened many times under many administrations. The best thing to do when a problem arises, such as a recession, just identify it. Then once it's identified, appropriate steps can be taken to deal with it. You know, strangely, and I, and I think unprecedentedly, the Biden administration is not willing to admit that a recession is currently happening. Here's Joe, here's Joe Biden just a few days ago. The Inflation Reduction Act will add another $370 billion in clean energy tax credits in reconciliation including incentives to accelerate domestic production of solar panels, wind turbines, batteries, and critical materials processing. That doesn't sound like a recession to me. Um, what's he talking about? This, let's just do that definition thing one more time. Recessions are identified by a fall in GDP in two consecutive quarters, not by the left throwing money at their green agenda. But it, but it, Believe it or not, it gets stranger. It's one thing for the president to dance around his administration's economic issues. But now we begin to get into the Democrats' bizarro world attempt at really, truly denying reality. So to start with, here's Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. This is not an economy that's in recession, but we're in a period of transition in which growth is slowing and that's necessary and appropriate. Okay, so it's not a recession, it's a transition. Transition to what? She, does, she doesn't say. But I guess based on comments the president has made recently about transition, I guess she's referring to the green utopia that the left is just feverishly dreaming of. But now also here's a downright weird exchange that went on between a member of the White House press corps and press secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. If things are going so great, though, then why is it the White House officials are trying to redefine recession? No, we're not redefining recession. If we all understand a recession to be two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth in a row, and then you have White House officials come up here to say, no, 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 that's not what a recession is. It's something else. How is that not redefining recession? Because that's not the definition. That is not the definition. Brian Deese said in 2008, of course, economists have a technical definition, which is of a recession, which is two consecutive quarters of negative growth. I can tell and you this. He said mm -hmm. two, two negative quarters of GDP growth is not the technical definition of a recession. It what is not. Changed? It is not. Why did he say that it, it was? It is not. I can, I can speak to I can speak to you to what he said yesterday in front of all of you, which is the last thing that you just repeated. There are many factors. There are many factors, economic factors and indicators to consider. 
Uh, and I will say that uh, the textbook definition of recession is not, is not two negative quarters of GDP. It was actually this little back and forth that led me to look up the word recession to, you know, I want to make sure it really is defined the way I thought it was. Now, one thing that I'm willing to concede, strictly looking only at GDP is probably a bit of an oversimplifying approach when you're determining whether or not you're actually in a recession because the economy is obviously very complex. But here's the thing. Long before the question of a recession was put to Joe Biden or Karine Jean-Pierre, these guys had already cried wolf way too many times for us to pick up what they're putting down at this point about the economy. Janet Yellen and her boss in the Oval Office certainly are talking about transition. It's far more than just about going green. Foster the Sound Studio exists to cultivate relationships with artists and creatives while helping in the process of releasing the sound and content they carry. Foster the Sound Studio accomplishes this by providing encouragement, genuine relationship, collaboration, and the use of studio quality equipment in order to release professional content. You can find out more by visiting www.ftsstudio.com. The most disturbing transition the left is pushing right now is, of course, the transitioning of little boys into little girls and little girls into little boys. For now, uh, we're just going to sidestep the whole issue of child abuse uh, that history will certainly remember these maniacs for. But let's just focus uh, at this point uh, about this being such a great example of the left's amazing denial of reality. It's amazing. Let's just start with a couple of definitions. Okay, girl. The word girl is defined as a female child or young woman. Okay, let's define woman. The word woman is defined as an adult female person. So how about the word female? Female is defined as a woman or a girl, a person of the sex that can typically bear children. The meaning of these words has historically been so, up until five minutes ago, has been so obvious that their definitions are basically circular. A woman is a girl, a girl is a woman, a woman is a female, a female is a girl. I mean, it's just, it's just so clear. These definitions exist in order to reflect reality. If you go to a dictionary, you're doing so in order to find out what something is in reality. You are looking for the truth about a thing. Not that anyone who's over the age of five and, you know, who's not a raging Democrat doesn't already know without looking it up what these words mean. But with this in mind, let's have ourselves a little survey of the unbelievable levels of denial of reality going on these days. So, who can forget Katanji Jackson Brown when she was being questioned by Senator Blackburn during her confirmation hearing for the Supreme Court? This is amazing. Uh, can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. You can't? 
not in okay. this context. So I'm not a biologist. The meaning of the word woman is so unclear and controversial that you can't give me a definition. All right. This is truly where it all begins. Denying reality first comes with the blurring of lines. You know, kind of kind of the uh who I don't know attitude or uh I don't really want to get into that, you know, that kind of thing. But then it moves on to, you know, we got so-called Leah Thomas robbing actual female athletes of their opportunities to compete in sports. Uh, we got uh, so-called Rachel Levine, Levine, whichever, being named Woman of the Year. It's certainly one of the most embarrassing events in recent history for the U.S., you know, on the world stage. But ultimately, finally, it comes to this. I want to talk to the kids. Parents, watch the video and then hand the phone over to the young kids. Hi there. Um, I get asked a lot, are you a boy or a girl? And I love that question. And so I wanted to just tell you, sometimes human beings are more than boy or girl. Sometimes we're something else. Sometimes we're both. Sometimes um, we kind of float in between, and sometimes we're a boy, sometimes we're a girl, because um, human beings are creatures, and we're wild and exciting. And, and this. Okay, so during third period, we have announcements, and they do the Pledge of Allegiance. I always tell my class, stand if you feel like it, don't stand if you feel like it, say the words if you want, don't have to say the words. So my class decided to stand, but not say the words. Totally fine. Except for the fact that my room does not have a flag. It used to be there, but I took it down during COVID because it made me uncomfortable. And um, I packed it away and I don't know where, and I haven't found it yet. <laughs> but my kid today goes, hey, um, it's kind of weird that we just stand and then, you know, we say it to nothing. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, I gotta find it. Like I'm working on it, I got you. In the meantime, I tell this kid, we do have a flag in the class that you can pledge your allegiance to. And he like looks around and he goes, oh, that one? <laughs> I think at this point, it is still a single digit percentage of the population that considers themselves LGBT, blah, blah, blah. And, and now the society as a whole is going to have to relinquish democracy for this interest group's sake. Uh, that's that's all it is, an interest group pushing their agenda, an anti-reality agenda pushed on the people of the U.S., a people that I hope and believe are still living in reality. The examples are endless. Remember the election frenzy. They said Trump's questioning of election results was shameful and a threat to our democracy. They, meanwhile, uh, deny the reality that Hillary Clinton still questions the results of the election she lost. And how about, how about COVID? Okay. How about Dr. Fauci? Oh, these vaccines will prevent you from contracting the virus and keep you from spreading it. And then I never said the vaccines would keep you from contracting or spreading COVID. It just reduces your chances of hospitalization and death. Uh, it's, it's just insane. And now, oh, and now, now we have uh, the monkeypox thing. 
This is true. I, this is, it's going to be hard for somebody to believe this. This is true. There's an article in the Washington Post. I'm not making this up. This article talks about how officials are debating about whether or not to warn gay men to reduce the number of partners that they have. Seriously. Now, first of all, if the, first of all, that's unbelievable. First of all, if this were like COVID, indiscriminately in, infecting the general public, it'd be closure businesses, no large gatherings, wear your mask, uh, get the vax and 10 boosters. And we don't care what you think. But when it's a protected group from the LGBT blah, blah, blah community, you know, like the homosexual community, oh, they're debating about warning them to change their behavior. Even though monkeypox is almost exclusively spread by gay men with multiple partners, because it's politically incorrect to point that out. It's just incredible, you know, and that I guess they're, they think they are advocating for these people that they're debating about whether or not to warn that they should, they might want to stop doing the behavior that is almost, almost exclusively causing them to get this disease. Unbelievable stuff. Kairos Artistry is a small business in Western North Carolina that began with a love of capturing the simple moments of life for all to enjoy through the lens of a camera. Kairos Artistry has developed into a robust video and photography business, covering all areas in the field. Some of Kairos Artistry's featured services include drone property tours and interior floor plans, capturing your favorite athlete in high-action sports photos, highlighting products or accentuating the look of your website, acquiring that ideal professional headshot for your portfolio. Kairos Artistry is ready to walk you through all the services they offer and customize them in order to meet your needs. You can contact Kairos Artistry by calling 828-284-3008. Kairos Artistry, LLC, is FAA licensed and insured. When God speaks, reality is formed. Both uh, Titus and the book of Hebrews, uh, they talk about the one thing God can't do. God cannot lie. So in light of that, Genesis 1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth and God said, let there be light. It became a reality. John tells us, in the beginning was the Word, Jesus. The Word was with God. The Word was God. All things were created through Him. Nothing that was made was made apart from Him. So, by by that fact, Jesus later says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He's reality. He says that the truth will set you free. That's the reality. Reality is truth. Truth is reality. Let me show you. Truth is actually defined this way. That which is true or in accordance with fact or reality. It is the responsibility of the follower of Jesus Christ to stand on truth, to stand on the truth which is Jesus Christ himself, or in other words, to live in reality. Think about it. We as Christians are required to believe in 
and stand for reality, and therefore we stand against those who blur reality or dismiss reality or who try to create false realities. Like I said, we can see these guys' denial of reality everywhere we look. We see it in the election issues. We see it in the border issue. We see it uh, in the riots that have gone on over the last few years. Uh, we see it in their morbid defense of abortion. So, what? So again, where's the church? The people with the truth, the people of reality, dwelling, reality dwelling inside us in the person of the Holy Spirit. I want you to hear a clip from uh, Michael Knowles. It's, it's the Michael Knowles podcast. I heard uh, this just the other day, and wow, I want you to think about what he's saying here. It was not so long ago that we just, people just knew, even in places that we now consider blue states, we just knew, yeah, killing babies is wrong. We can all agree on that. And then the left very rapidly tried to change everything. And they, they very often did it using the mechanism of the Supreme Court, which was, uh, which was quick at the time. It was done in haste, but it didn't win over that public opinion. And what's done in haste can be undone in haste. You think about this. A lot of conservatives now, they're just, they're just total losers. They just, they want to lose. They don't want to win. Losers never win, as, as has been attributed to Donald Trump, that wonderful quote. Losers never win, okay? So people will say, we're never going to overrule Roe. We're never going to get back to a normal definition of marriage. We're never going to get the, the Bible or prayer in schools again. We're, that's such a, that's a pipe dream. You crazy, y'all, you're living in the past, man. That's a pipe dream. It's not a pipe dream. Are we, the Christians of America, currently the group that is least interested in the future of America? I mean, now Michael Knowles is a believer, but he isn't doing a Christian podcast. He does a political podcast. This is a wake-up call to the church. Where this Here's this guy who, yes, is a believer, but he's doing a political podcast, and he puts out a plea for the bettering of this nation, a plea for the future, a plea for the generations coming after us. Meanwhile, the church is escapist-minded, with no interest in the future of the nation, really, in so many circles. This is what we do. And now look, look at the... Look at how this works. We see the reality denying and the truth denying, and we, the, the lying and the mis, misrepresentation of things that's going on. And you know what we hear from our pulpits? Oh, it's, it's the sign of the times. It's a sign of the times. Uh, the, Jesus must be returning. First of all, that is not what the Bible says. What the Bible teaches is that when you see these things happening, the end is not yet the gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the earth and every nation, and then the end will come. But we have married ourselves to an idea that when things get bad enough, Jesus is returning. This is not a sign of the times. And if it is a sign of the times, it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant to the return of the Lord. It's irrelevant to the, this thing ending. How many times throughout our history, we've had World War II, we've had the Great Depression, we've had all of these horrible things that have happened. Uh, you know, and, and how many times do you think people thought, oh, this is it, this is it. All the Jews, six million Jews, murdered by Adolf Hitler. Don't you think there were some people in America that thought Jesus would return in the next 10 minutes? He didn't. 
He didn't. And we've married ourselves to an attitude that is making people like Michael Knowles the herald. Now, he again, he's a Christian. He's a believer. Thank God. But where is the church as a whole? Where is the church as a voice? Why do we have to have these outlying people who have actually engaged with politics while the rest of us have not? And that's all we've got that actually believe that there's hope for a nation that was built on the reality of the God of Scripture. I reject the attitude that these are signs of the times. And for the sake of the world in which we live, I pray that more followers of the Lord will reject it too. I'm Stephen Smith, and this is A Hope and a Future. A Hope and a Future is a weekly podcast produced and recorded at Foster the Sound Studio. Graphic design by Kairos Artistry. A Hope and a Future is available on all listening platforms. Thank you for any comments and feedback.